Hello, and welcome to the Scheming Mind Palace podcast, where we destroy the world with intention to save itself through thought retention. I am your host, Luca Ravelli, down in the pits of Manhattan, just scheming away at how best we can all save the world. Schemes don't always have to be such a naughty word. So many times, the scheme is used for perfectly rational reasons. Like in architecture, if you want to get a design across, you have to first come up with a scheme. And this scheme shall have many layers upon layers, upon layers, upon layers, like an onion, for no attempt at really making a difference, like a positive difference on the greater planet, can be so easy, yet at the same time, it can also be so effortless. It's an interesting dichotomy because it both takes a level of work that you might never think in your present moment you're capable of. Just like how I could never have imagined to stay at for five days straight on what was essentially like a little passion project. But like once you get in that flow state, when you truly find that thing in life that you're like, yes, this is it. Like everything is going off like, morally financially like i don't know educationally in all sorts of fields it's all going in the right direction and if it does then bam go for it like now is your shot don't hesitate like take that as as a guide as a guide to your next step, your next phase, and your growth. Because again, everyone grows all the time. And even when you feel like you're, you're stuck, like you haven't really moved much, it's probably because you've been moving positively and negatively in a kind of balancing act in which you feel like cumulatively you're essentially in the same damn place you were since you last had an assessment of yourself. So, you know, no one's perfect. You know, I sure as shit have a, have a ton of things that I've been meaning to get done, like recording this podcast sooner than New Year's Eve. <laughs> but stuff keeps coming up. You know, and not even seriously important stuff that really needed my time right away, but stupid stuff too. And I just sort of let those things occur, just like I'm sure many other people will. And you know what? That's fine. That's human. It's okay. It's okay to make mistakes sometimes, as long as you learn from them and you have an effort to try and change it.
and use it as another tool for your own personal growth. Because if anything else, your growth is the most important factor. Like your education isn't really about how good of a job you can get. It's about who are you now that you've left that school? What kind of a thinker are you? What kind of a doer are you? What kind of an impact are you going to make on this world? That's what's important. What kind of questions are you willing to ask? Are you unafraid to ask? Because everything that breaks something starts with a question. The answer is never as relevant because every, every single person will give a different answer. You can never truly ask a question and definitively know what the other person is going to respond to. So it's always best when confronting an uncomfortable situation or one where you're unsure what the result might be. That's when you just ask the fucking question. Just be like, how are you? Who are you? No, who are you? Really? Who are you? Because like, you're telling me your name. You're telling me your job. You're telling me your faith, your education, whatever the fuck. But I don't give a shit about that. I just want to know about you. Who are you right now? Answer me. Oh, wait. Okay, good. I hope you actually answered that and I wasn't just sitting in silence here by myself. <laughs> well, now that you've asked or answered that question of who you are, it can be a one-word answer. It can be a whole long list of answers. Now you can begin your next step in choosing your best choices for yourself. There's so many times in many lives and I'm of course basing this mostly off of my own personal experience but I imagine it is a human one that isn't unique to me every single time I do something whether it's a routine a dietary choice whatever it's me making a choice to become a new person that does that thing or doesn't do that thing and it's what you're conscious of that essentially turns you into a new and unique person. Like, you can go, like for me, I could go decide, you know, I'm going to try vegetarianism for like a month. See how that feels. And, you know, you do it. It's fine. You don't really feel anything that negative, but you also don't really feel anything that positive because you already had a lot of greens even when you're eating meats. And you know what? That's fine. But you're willing to ask the question of, will this make me healthier? Because when I asked myself, like, who am I? I mean, <laughs> like, I obviously couldn't give, like, a one-word uh, one answer, like many of my friends. I saw it as, like, a multifaceted, like, okay, well, I'm someone that's 
really conscious of just being like the ultimate human <laughs> in a sense. Just like being the best version of myself that I could possibly be. And that decision of who I wanted to become led me along many unique paths, such as like the Wim Hof method, meditation in general, like breathing routines in general. Obviously, cold showers, which is the uh, third component of the Wim Hof method. And <laughs> there are things besides the Wim Hof method. <laughs> I think specifically about like going to farmer's markets for food. Um, I don't know, just even being aware of the thoughts that I was thinking. Like when I would continue to lament people or events from the past and in terms of like, oh, I should have done this, or why did I do that, or how come I said this, like, oh my God, like what a mistake. You just learn that not all thoughts should be thought. Like, all emotions should be felt, but the thoughts, the memories, will undoubtedly lead to certain emotions, regardless of if they had any sort of reason to be brought up again because you know sometimes sad events that stories can be important in terms of sharing the connection with someone else like someone you love someone you're close to who perhaps feels a similar grief or wants to you know console your grief then yes you should let that happen obviously don't hide those emotions but if you're just thinking about something from your past that inspires an emotion that doesn't seem terribly productive then why did you have that thought I mean it's not 100% a bad thing that you had that thought but I still have to ask the question why why did you do it like you could have did anything you could have chosen anything. But you chose that thought. Why? Because if it's a negative thought, if it's a thought of regret that I should have done this or that, it's most likely going to impact your present and future in a negative aspect. Because... You're always acting out of a out of a well of scarcity per se, not one of abundance where you feel like everything can like truly work out as long as you know you have a more positive attitude. And it's obviously not to say that just you know fucking smile. Why should you know? Why should you feel sad? You have a great, you know, yada, yada, yada. Like, obviously, for a lot of people, that's just going to be an eye-rolly statement to make. But, I don't know. It feels important to ask. Because there are many memories that we can have that actually inspire positivity and a beneficial future. Like... Whenever you're feeling really shit and like down in the dirt, this guy David Goggins, who is like 
this is like the twelfth ever African American Marine. Like has like all these incredible like running awards. It's one of those like guys that has an iron will beyond comprehension. And he said that like the shit that always got him through his ridiculously difficult times was him like metaphorically reaching into the cookie jar of his own achievements. Like remembering like oh wow you did this. Like oh wow you like survived like I forget it was like I forgot what it was, like, Hell Week, a certain amount of times that, like, no one had ever done before. Like, you did this and no one's ever done before. You did all these things that, like, people thought you were crazy and you could never do. Like, you ran a marathon for, like, the first time, like, a hundred, like something like 120 miles. You'd never fucking run more than a few miles before. And you're just like, you know what? I'm doing this tomorrow. And then his, like, sergeant was like, all right, but let's do a workout in because I bet you can't. And he's like, fuck you. I'm going to do a hardcore upper body workout and run 120 miles tomorrow and I'm going to do that because I know you're going to be in the audience and your mouth is going to be fucking hanging open while you see me do shit you couldn't even possibly imagine back when you were my age and yeah I mean and there you go that's like a guy that managed to use the past to benefit his present and future because now by reaching into that other past cookie more cookies began to fall into that jar more cookies to pull out later and then be like oh, that was great and put it back so honestly for me i feel like it probably sh- like i wouldn't use the analogy of a cookie jar because then it's like well you're taking a cookie out of the jar but it's not like permanently gone it's still like the cookie still exists in the jar you're just like taking it out and looking at it and putting it back in <laughs> come on i definitely need to come up with more analogies as this podcasting goes on that has to relate to the mind palace in order to better you know work with the theme of this podcast because yes I am quite excited to finally build my actual mind palace and workshop that I feel like will truly be something solid that I can use as a psychological tool to build myself into a greater future. And yeah, so that is me signing off and I hope this is some great audio to be cut up and dropped on the fucking January 1st midnight of 2020, the new decade. Let's save the fucking world together. Let's go. Woo. Luke Valley signing out from the scheming side of the society of sociology and science.